Holy mackerels. That's the big fish. Welcome to the Wobbly Toddler Podcast. A show about life. <laughs> That's Ryan. That's Paige. <laughs> the beautiful Paige. The magnificent Paige. It's because she's got new PJs on. Still going to come up with descriptors. I was waiting for, for what's it called, an adjective? An adjective? The green page? No, no, no. <laughs> like descriptive words. Yeah. That's that, an adjective, right? Yeah, but so is magnificent and That's why I'm beautiful. saying you're using adjectives. Oh, I thought you said you were waiting for one. I'm like, I thought I used them. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. So I wasn't wrong. I just would like to put it out there that I was guessing that that was the correct. <laughs> that was. <laughs> I'm not so good at English. You are beautiful in English. Okay, sure. Yeah, I've thought about saying like something at the beginning of every show, and I think next week I'm going to start doing that. I feel like, no. Like, yeah, like you're going to say, that's Ryan, and I'm like, that's the beautiful page, and then one week will be, that's the magnificent page, or like a new word every single time, and I'll keep a track. A new adjective every time. It could be anything. That's the silly page. No. <laughs> What's funny is I like, I feel like I'm, I'm verbally good at with words, but if you ask me to write down proper grammar... And such, I would fail. Mm. No, I would. Well, my argument would be Somehow that... I made it through, like, I think I took an AP English class. Don't call me on I that. I think you're a good writer, and you're a good Content. Person. Yeah, with content, and also, like, the structure. But in regards to, like, actual grammar, like, not... I don't... Zero percent. Negative three. But very few people are, like, really good at grammar. That's people, not true. Okay, people who are good at grammar are people who actually need to use it on a daily basis, like English teachers. That's not true, babe. Okay, so you're telling me that you can pull out random people off the street and and give them a grammar, yes. te- a grammar test and then they'll pass it? Most people know where a comma should go. No, I t- highly disagree with that. I want to see the statistics. <laughs> yeah, I would like to as well. But okay. Maybe that'll be my next Ryan's Corner. Let's play Guessing Fun Facts About Human Society. I would love that. All right. I would love that game. I'm writing it down. Yeah. <laughs> Write it down so you don't forget. Exactly. So, this week, if you haven't already, follow us on Facebook, on Etsy, on Instagram, on TikTok, on Pinterest, on Donner, on Dasher, on WhatsApp. <laughs> Sorry we haven't been putting that much out there. I do promise we have been extremely busy. Yeah. And I have hope for the future. Of being able to put more out there and be more like active and all of that but right now it's just kind of all like it's weird because I like I do record things like me working on stuff or I ask Ryan to work have him have him record the things and it's just like they sit on our phones and we just never upload them we've been really busy with with parties yeah, birthday parties. Birthday parties and yeah, we had a birthday part a birthday party for three of my girlfriends that we hosted this sat this last Saturday. Yeah, it was, was super fun, fun, but it was another party. So like getting the house ready and cooking and making sure everything was ready. I mean that takes a lot of time, on top of everything else. So plus working on projects and yeah. orders and yeah. Well, that's the everything else. So we we are working on things. We just like to keep you in the dark. And then we'll be like, oh, hey. Yeah, and then we'll just dump it. Just <laughs> <laughs> social media vomit. I think our podcast is the most upkept social media. Yeah. And I think once we started every week, we're like, this is so fun. 
There are there are definitely nights where I was like, oh, it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. I don't want to do this, and then <laughs> I do it, and I'm. I don't want to see Ryan's face for no, an hour. That's not even it. Just oh. I can't like I've learned that I can't like paint and do like crafty things when I'm podcasting because I get way too distracted and it's noisy. Yeah, from time to time. No, it is. <laughs> I like when you paint, like regardless if it's podcasting or not. Like those peg people, yeah, that but, was fun. Yeah, but that was yeah. <laughs> so, uh, weekly recap. We're gonna jump into the card weight, card game winner from last week. Me. Dun dun dun! It's Paige. It was me. Yeah, is anyone surprised? Still called Paige's page wins. We're actually taking a break from card playing tonight. Yeah. Why? Because because we just don't feel like it. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta be like, yeah. Our brains can't handle that right yeah, now. Yeah. Why would I pretend like I want to play it when I don't? Yeah. Agreed. Your brain can't normally handle it. Nope. I'm just not feeling that today. I'm managing this show and... Oh, okay. <laughs> Gotta keep you on track over here. Yeah, I'm all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was gonna make a joke, but I couldn't think of one. I could tell. So anyways, um, so first weekly update outside of that is something super exciting coming soon to a website near you. We will post everywhere as soon as it's live really we're gonna we're gonna spam them no we'll just share it like one. i think that we should have to put out more content that's just random before we we do that it should be like a reward all right let's do it i'm putting that on you got it it's going, on the, it's going in the goals as well <laughs> it's going in, you're gonna have too many goals that i i feel like i need that because mm. if it's just one it's like i'll do it again next week Wow. I don't feel like that, but... <laughs> wow. Post more content. <laughs> so then... Um, so Honey, that's you were the one last exciting. week who was like, it's all these little things. You could take 10-second videos, okay? Why don't you practice what you preach? I will. And then you can come and preach to me about it. I will. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yep. Y'all are my witness. Okay. He said it. He said it on it. <laughs> uh, it's on air. It's live. It's in the world. It's on air. <laughs> live from uh, Merritt Studio. Dining room. <laughs> dining room. Yeah. Studio dining room. Um, Paige's, Paige has her first fluffy friend. Oh, okay. So, um, we were, I, was ta- I was thinking about this, and as adults, I was always wondering, when do we start collecting like pointless knickknacks? Do you ever think about that with, like, I don't know, you're, you're looking at your like aunt's house or your aunt's house, your grandparents, and you're like, why? When? Did they start collecting things and they were just like, I like it, I'm getting it. My grandma did, did elephants yes. for years. Yeah. And it was a little excessive. But I love that. It was so awesome. But th- when we went I to go do the garage sale, things, though. we went to do the garage sale, she had a whole table. Yeah. It was of elephants. cool to see all laid out, but you're like, wow, that's a lot. Yeah, but a lot of people are like that. So it's, it's like, yeah. at what point in our lives does our brain switch and say, like, I'm going to start collecting things? These are important to me. Yeah. And so, anyway. As a kid, I don't feel like I ever had, like, a stuffed animal that I was overly attached to. Yeah. I think one year, Santa got me a dog, and I was pretty attached to the dog for a while. And I had this giant stuffed animal dog that my mom got me, I think, when I was a baby, that Nolan sleeps with now. Mm. Yeah, she's old. She be old. She's dirty. I don't think she can go through the wash. (laughs) I'll have to leave. She's, yeah, she's an old one. But that was more just like a comfort pillow kind of thing. So stuffed animal wise, whatever. But I think that's why I, I like stuffed animals so much for my kids. 
And I try really hard not to like overflow stuffed animals. I feel like they're very special. They have, <laughs> I, they have meaning. Don't ask me yeah. why. This is just my brain. So anyway, I like the brand Jelly Cat, which we've talked Hashtag about before. Not <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag I love them. Hashtag sponsors, please. <laughs> Hashtag I'll sponsor you for free. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to edit that out. Anyway. Um, so they kind of have this like line for what I would think is for probably adults to collect. I think that these are for adults. So I've only seen two, so they have like a whole line of these I'll guys. I'll have to look them up. She's a sheep, you guys. But she kinda looks like an alpaca or a llama too. She's got she just she's what I feel on the inside. She's pretty fancy. Yeah, she's got like glittery eyeshadow and eyelashes and her hair. I'm going to post a picture of it. <laughs> I haven't come up with a name for her. Sharice keeps coming to my head. I don't know why. But I think we should post a little picture. Okay. And maybe people can help us name her. Maybe. She's fabulous and I love her. And she is my first true, like, knickknack slash something I did not need that I definitely purchased for myself. Yeah. Yep. She's, she's cute. She'd be cute. And she sits by herself. Yeah, she does. Which is a cool feature. Um, so, yeah. Paige's fluffy friend. Did you think you heard a kid or something? No, the dog was walking around. <laughs> She's do? noisy. They do. Go lay down, girl. Um, so then, goals from last week were for Paige to sand the topper for the dresser. I didn't get to it, guys. I just didn't. Yep. I'll get to it this week, though. I'm actually hoping I can carve out some time tomorrow. And then Ryan was supposed to clean the washing machine, which is something else I have not gotten to. But as we've discussed a couple seconds ago, I feel like I need multiple goals, so I'm adding two more. I just don't think that Which that, is going to help me. I don't think that's going to help you, but... In the past, it has. So that's why I'm like, all right, sure, we're going to go with it. I work this whole weekend, so good luck. <laughs> I got it. Okay. I got it. Um, and now we're on to the boys' updates. First and foremost, Nolan is a handful. Yeah. Or two handfuls and a foot. He's he's a lot right now. I honestly can say, like, I understand those videos now of parents crying. Yeah. Because their kids just, like, you want to be so good for your kids and you have all these expectations of yourself, of how you want to be, and then your kid just knows how to push every ounce of that and i pretty much i called ryan today and i was like i am in tears like he is like we don't hit our kids we don't yell at our kids we don't do a lot of those things and nolan is like he expresses his anger very aggressively he hits he throws he kicks he screams and these are all things that like we don't do mm -mm. so and when someone is doing that to you and hitting you in the face and kicking you and you are holding their hands nicely and you're trying to talk to them because I always am reminding myself, I am the parent. Do I need to go take a time out? Like, that's what I ask myself because I'll just be like, oh, I'm going to put him in. I swear to God. <laughs> you know, put this kid I down. Know, like, I'm like, he's not doing it to, to make me mad. Yes, he is. Like, it's, it's, it is so hard. And it's also hard because, like, you grew up with one form of being raised mm -hmm. and and then you have 
things that you take from that, but you also have things that you want to change. Everybody, every parenting parent goes through this. And it's just like, right now, I'm getting smacked in the face and screamed at, and I put him on the stairs and I tell him to practice his breathing, and then he's telling me he's going to come down and hit me. And I am like, dude, we, like, Ryan and I, we talk to each other very lovingly, if, if and we'll, we'll, like, kind of argue in front of the kids, but it's, like, a conversation. Like, I would like to think we have a healthy, for the most part, pattern of co- conversing issues. So our kids aren't, like, witnessing mm-hmm. anything, like... No, I have no... I, I, like... Where is it coming from? And it's, like, he just... That's how he expresses It's just the a emotions natural instinct for he him. He can't express. He's got so much energy. Like, yeah. when he's not angry, he has just an abundance of energy. He's bouncing off of walls, off of chairs, off of mm-hmm. tables. And this is a kid that is deprived sugar because it's worse. <laughs> yeah. It's worse. So we don't give it to him. We don't watch a lot of TV. We, we, we don't. go outside. We go on bike rides. Like, he's got he gets, an active lifestyle. He's got a rock climbing wall in the basement. And this kid still wants to just fly. Like, I don't know other way to explain it. And, and so, before people are like, oh, he probably has ADHD and all of that stuff, it's like, get no. No, he can color. I sit and focus on coloring. He does puzzles. He loves puzzles. In the future, if, if that does come up, and my, my I have sibling, a sibling who has that. Yeah. I know the signs. I know what that looks like. I worked with kids that have that. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we're sitting over here in denial. No. He's just a very active two-year-old who very strongly expresses himself, and it just... It's, it, it pushes me, that's for sure. I had to, I like tried everything you guys today and I was like in tears because I finally got to the point where I dimmed the lights in his room and I said, you are going to sit here and breathe and until you can calm down, mommy is going to walk away because our, the way our house is built and like Ezra was napping in our room, so I don't have a place to like get away from him really there's not like a room for me to go to because Ezra's sleeping in our room and like not gonna go lock myself in in their room and Nolan was like aggressively hitting me and he wouldn't stop and I tried to sit in them on the stairs I tried to you know music I tried all these things and he just would not stop and I finally was like you are gonna sit in this dark room because I've read that sometimes they need to be in like a very like low sensitive like um sensory place yeah and I mean honestly it did help I wasn't trying to make it like a timeout, but I was like, "You, you are gonna have to stay here." We're giving you a big old and chill until pill. you can until you can stop hitting and you can speak with kindness, you're staying here. And he did. He calmed down. Yeah. After a couple times of checking in on him and going in there, and he like calm, like kind of screamed himself tired, basically. But oof, it's a rough life lately. Yeah. So he's a handful and three. Yeah. And it will get better. And like these hard times, the how we deal with it is going to matter. What is that? Riley. <laughs> <laughs> um, it will matter, but I can see why parents like cry and have moments where they're just like, what am I doing wrong? Because no, I like I said, and you were justified. Like it's just a difficult, that's just hard to handle with. Because if he's like, we've read and we've looked up things and and he'll tried legitimately hurt things. his brother. 
Yeah. Like, he's just... Like, a... he ran for him today and headbutted him in the skull. Like, on purpose, like, his face used his head to ram his face. Like, it was... I was thinking... I thought he was going to be bleeding. He wasn't, thank God. But I was just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. The aggression. Yeah. Oof. He Child. Does. It's, it is. It's, it's... I don't even know how to... It actually honestly sounds like... Like, when Ryan's mom tells me stories of Ryan, I'm like, this is what she's talking about. This is payback. He's your karma kid? He's my karma kid. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, you love him, but doesn't make it easy. That's for sure. Yeah, it's true. But on to some good news. Mm-hmm. Ezra is on to whole milk. Which is a huge deal, you guys, because he had to be on a very sensitive formula which was super, super expensive. And every, like, week and a half, we were spending, like, so much money. And now... It's $3 a when, gallon. Yeah, when I look at that, I'm at like, most. oh, my, wait, what? Oh, my gosh, okay. Oh, my gosh. It feels so good. It really does. And not only does it feel good, but the kid I thought was going to have a milk allergy. Or something wrong. He has had no issues. Yeah, I mean, I like, feel like the I'm first adjustment. Us. I'm feeling like I jinx. I'm jinxing us by saying no this. because his his first transition he did have tummy issues, and now he's okay. It was like one night. Yeah, and it's been like three nights since then. Yeah, but like a lot of kids get like diaper rashes. Even even mm. if they don't have an intolerance to it, they'll get like a diaper rash or something like that. This kid has had nothing. Well, we'll see. That's why I'm wait. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm really happy it's been this way, but. Yeah, it's nuts. I think I think we're past it. I think we're in the clear. Mm. I hope so. I'm optimistic. Good. Oh, so that's a weekly recap. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the the one was so long, but you know what? I think people need to hear it. It's Which not... leads us oh. directly into our next section. Yes. Which is a parenting section. So what's the name of it, Ryan? Do you remember the name that we've given our parenting unmerited section? Unmerited merit. Unmerited advice. Oh Unmerited, merited, merited, merited. <laughs> oh Unmerited advice. Or merited advice? Did we ever? Or land merited on that? advice? No, we didn't. I think we did. I'll have to go back and look then because I'm pretty sure we didn't officially land on. I think we did. It. Okay. <laughs> then it was merited advice. I don't remember. I think it's. I think it's unmerited advice. Oh my god, we're so bad. We're not so bad. I mean, this is our podcast. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it happens. So, um, so this week's unmerited advice is quick questions taken from a couple different websites, top most frequently asked new parent questions. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, you know, specific things that like as a new parent you think about or you don't think about that you mm -hmm. come up with and you're like oh or some people before they get born most popular google searches kind of in that ballpark yeah too. yeah so um so the first one which i thought you would take kind of the reins on um it's unmerited advice that was correct okay uh would be how long will i be in the hospital oh all right. Well, it depends on the complications, I suppose. I don't think anyone would keep you less than 48 hours, probably. Mm -hmm. would think with maybe within 48 hours, if everything went well and you wanted to get the F out, you probably could. However, I would say about 72 hours, so like three days. 
mm-hmm. is probably what you're staying in a normal labor environment. Yeah. Now, if baby has complications, if you have complications, you're going to be there for however long your complications need to be. Mm-hmm. You know, there are people who are there for five days. There are people who are there for two weeks. I would say if everything goes well and it's average, probably three. And you're gone by the third day. And then the unmerited advice of that is take full advantage of all of the resources inside that hospital. I mean, use all of the products, use all of the stuff. They've got a whirlpool, get your butt in that thing. You do everything you can in that that environment because it's not going to be the same when you go home. It's not. So take advantage of it and take advantage of the time with your significant other. Mm -hmm. Because this is like, especially as a new parent, you guys got to figure some stuff out and you've got a support system of people that are there all day and night for you. I have a funny video of... of, of... All day and night. (laughs) I have... Not a video. I have a funny memory of when Nolan was born. Would you like to share? (laughs) Do you want me to share? Sure. So, so when Nolan was born, we moved moved from the labor room to the other room, and I didn't notice this until it was like three in the morning, but I was laying in bed with Noli, and I had just finished feeding him, but they didn't have, like, a call button, mm. like, next to my bed. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't. I am, I'm a new mom. I didn't want to wake him up because this kid was up every single hour to eat. Yep. But I couldn't get up by myself, but I needed to get up by myself. And now I have Nolan with me, and I can't, I definitely can't get up by myself. So I'm, like, whisper yelling to Ryan. I'm like, Ryan, Ryan. <laughs> and no, no movement at all. This This guy is, like fast asleep so i'm like merit merit so this goes on for like 20 minutes you guys and i get to the point where i'm like f it if nolan wakes up because of ryan then he wakes up and i'm yelling ryan's name now i'm like ryan ryan merit ryan nothing snoring must be nice like you're not the person who just gave birth or anything you're not the person who can't physically move you don't (laughs) i was so mad you guys and so then I start, like, looking around me, like, what can I throw at him? Because he's the only one in the room who can come and help me. And the nurses aren't coming for another 40 minutes to check on me. And so then I'm just, I don't even remember what it was, but I started throwing things at him. And finally, I must have hit him with something because he, like, woke up. He's like, what? What? I was like, yeah, it must be nice to freaking sleep. Can you help? Like, I, ha- I think I had to, like, pee so bad. I almost peed my pants. And I had Nolan on me, and I haven't slept because, like I said, when Nolan was born, pretty much after he was born, he ate, like, every single hour. And I'm not exaggerating that. (laughs) Like, so I hadn't slept. I had just given birth, and here's my husband snoozing away. I'm sure that this isn't the only story like this, but, yeah, I had to, like, throw things at him to get him to wake up, to help. I'm sorry. I wish I... And then the nurses came in, and they're like, oh, yeah, the call button is, like, all the way over here. And I was like, what kind of... Doesn't help me. What? Connect it to the bed. <laughs> like, put them on the bed. Yeah. So then after that, like, I just had it on the bed next to me. But, like, after Nolan was born, I really couldn't... I had, like, no muscles in my abs. Like, I mm-hmm. could not get up by myself. But <sighs> that's my story about that. I'm sorry. I wish I could get up. I don't... I'm, Can't take it I'm back, not like Ryan. That anymore. The damage is done. <laughs> My sleeping self. Um, I'm not like that anymore, though. No. I'm out of bed all the time. Oh my gosh. So, um, so that was the first one. Second question: What happens after I leave the hospital? 
We'll keep it short because a lot of things happen after you leave yeah. the hospital. Yeah, what do they mean by that? I took it as, and this was one. This is one of the ones that was kind of open to interpretation. So I took it as like, like, am I really in charge of this baby by myself? Oh my god! <laughs> like someone's like asking this question, like, what do I do after I leave the hospital? Yeah, that's because they pack you up and send you on your way. Yeah. And they're like, see you in six weeks. Yeah, and they it literally kind of feels like that. You mm-hmm. like you, you like we. I remember we got home. We put the uh, the car seat down, and he was kind of asleep. And we're like, he's here. In our house. <laughs> what do we do now? There's a baby here, and um, which kind of as you get we go through these questions, you'll see that it builds up to like as long as you like think about these things beforehand, it's gonna feel weird, but being you'll be kind of prepared for it, which is what's really nice. So I guess the answer to the question is. Live your life with a baby. Yeah. Like, it's just... That simple. Just get used to Just get ready. Get used to it. You will make adjust. Make sure you... Yeah. Make sure you know, remember what things you needed in the hospital and how can and you make it work for you. And there will always be a new normal. Mm-hmm. Always. You're never going to have a stagnant form of what normal looks like. There will always be a new normal. You start with a newborn, and then they're moving around, and now they're walking, and now you have a toddler, and these things are... Not then, the same. Then you have to worry about stairs and cabinets and... And food. Food. And, yeah, and just... Yeah, you'll, you'll always have a new normal, but it happens gradually, so you'll adjust to it as it happens. Yeah. Which leads me into the next question, which is kind of the same thing, which is how do I get my baby home? Which I thought was a weird question to ask. Put him in the car seat. <laughs> Put him in the car seat. Like, like, you don't just carry the baby. You, I guess... I guess if you're the first of your friends to never have a baby and you've never thought about it, that I mean, that's a, that's not a dumb question to the, Google. You're both the oldest of your families and friend groups. And yeah, you're like, children. I mean, that's not crazy, but basically you're going to find the car seat and have the car seat and install it before you go into labor. Days to weeks before. Weeks before. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Weeks before you go into labor, have it all ready, and then when it's time to come, a lot of hospitals, if you want help, they will show you how to properly um, fix the baby into the, the stroller, and, and or car seat. And actually, they'll check to make sure that they're safely secured yeah. before they that you place the baby in the car. Our hospital like, watched us do it and made sure we did it correctly. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then showed us, like, well, you need to adjust this and this. Gave us some other tips and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then they could walk you down. Our hospital walked us down to the car and helped us make sure it was clicked in correctly because ours is one of those click-in ones. Mm-hmm. I think most are nowadays. I think they technically have... I think legally most hospitals need to... Do that. Yeah, they have to make sure that you're off the premises, baby safe and everything. Yeah, because they let you probably leave. a liability issue probably. at that point. So, yeah. So you'll kind of... You'll get the tips and you'll get to be able to do it. So the next one was, what if my baby needs special care? And so how I took this question was, like, there's a medical complication. I'm assuming, if you have a good, you know, doctor, that you guys will work out a plan and they'll discuss that plan with you beforehand. Well, and here's, and unfortunately, here's the thing about that. If if you're not comfortable with something yet, then advocate Mm -hmm. for yourself and your kid. If, you, if you've got an a-hole for a doctor and they're not willing to rediscuss it with you in a manner that you are able to understand, then get a new one. Get a new one. Right away. There's nothing, you know, unfortunately in our society, we're, 
we're very in tune to like just follow authority and feel scared of them. But when it comes to your kids and your health and and you and your own doctor's appointments, if someone's not listening to you and you feel like something isn't right, then find somebody who will listen to you. Parents' intuition is a real thing. Yeah. You know your baby. You know what's going on. If you don't understand it, advocate for yourself, advocate for your child, and find somebody who can explain it if that doctor won't do it for you. Exactly. Yeah, but you'll probably... That doctor will put a plan in place and yeah, and most of the time work with you usually and let you know what you need and how to get it. Mm-hmm. Nurses are great. Nurses, too. yeah, nurses are sometimes really good at explaining things more on that human to human Yeah, level. exactly. So definitely use them as well and call like lactation consultants. Yeah, you get a lot of numbers of like if you need this, call here. Mm-hmm. If you need that, call here. And they want your call, so don't feel like you're bothering them. That's hard to do. I uh, Yeah, just friendly advice, I guess. Unmerited it's good advice. advice. It's good advice. It's just hard to yeah, to mindset yourself there. Yeah. All right. Now we're out of the the hospital ones. How do, why is my baby crying? <laughs> All right. So I think the top numbers is they're hungry. Yep. They need a diaper change. Uh-huh. They're tired. Yep. They just want to be on you, basically. Colic. Sometimes they're just fussy. Yeah, they're just... They're just fussy. Nolan was like this a lot, and you know what? There were many times I cried with the kid because I was like, he's screaming at me, and there's nothing I can do. And it would be like four hours of him screaming at me. Yeah. I tried everything. Make it a little cry party. But most of the time, it's just they're hungry, they're tired, um, or they need their diaper changed, or their clothes changed. Maybe they're too hot or too cold, Mm -hmm. like a temperature thing. So... Yeah. In that regard, newborns are pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. They, they, it is very much like Eat, a, sleep, if they're poop. not comfortable, they're crying. <laughs> so, you're, and, and sometimes you won't get it on the first try. You just have to kind of guess. Mm-hmm. Which, the last question will circle all back to that. Um, how do I cope with my crying baby? Which is a oh, great question. Oh my God, that is such a great question. Because everybody is so different yeah honestly for most moms i think that when our babies are crying at us it sounds about a hundred times louder to us than anybody else Mm -hmm. and i think one of the most stressful things is when someone else is taking care of your baby and they're crying the baby's crying and it's not stopping that five seconds of them crying feels like an hour and you're just like just give them to me i can do it you know um for me, <laughs> I cried a lot. I mean, sometimes, unfortunately, like, my husband would be at work, and I didn't have somebody who would just pop on in for the day to help out. I would say if you're having a really hard day and you have somebody who will do it, then use them. Yeah. They probably want to help you out. I think a lot of moms need to hear that. Mm-hmm. There are people who want to help you out. Yeah. Utilize them. If you don't have slash feel like you have that and you're waiting for your husband or wife to get home, then, I mean, cry. It's Put the baby in a safe place. You know, my, my suggestion would be set them up for success. So feed them, change them, put them down. They yeah. will be okay. If you have swallowed, swaddled them and they are in a safe place like a pack and play or you don't have animals and they can be on the floor or whatever, if they're in a safe place, it's okay to let them cry. Step outside. 
get some fresh air. Take a minute or two. It is okay. I needed somebody to tell me that with Nolan. I felt like I could not leave him. I couldn't leave him? Are you kidding me? He's screaming. But if with Ezra, I set him up for success. So if I need a break, which I really didn't with Ezra, but he also wasn't screaming at me for four hours. But if I would have needed a break, I, I, I was able to tell myself, he's safe. It's okay to walk away. Go get that piece of chocolate or that drink of water that you need. Go uh, feed yourself. Yeah, make go your, eat a little meal. Yeah, go make a go, sandwich. <laughs> go, you know, call somebody and cry to them about it. I, I called Ryan all the time and I was like, I just, I'm just going to cry for a little bit because I'm so stressed. I mean, it is hard. Yeah. Nothing, nothing makes it easy. It's always hard. But yeah, if you can utilize the people who are there to help you and even like a counselor, like I didn't have postpartum depression with either one of my kids, but I saw a counselor after both of them were born for the first like two to three months, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I know myself and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to be. So I should be preventative. I guess I looked at it more like that. Yeah. And it's a, and, they, and it's a nice a nice environment to talk to somebody that's not your significant other who might also be going through the same thing. Or you might be frustrated with your significant other. Yeah. You might be like, oh, they don't understand this or that. Or they're, they, I don't feel supported in this or that, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's a nice third party. Yeah. So, it is hard though. So, ladies, if you are, or men, if you are going through it, like, it won't first. be that way forever. Yeah. And, Use your resources. Definitely. What is green poop and is it normal? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. The consistency of the poop is probably more important than the color. Easily. Mm -hmm. A lot of breastfed babies will have like a yellowy, mustardy color. Sometimes it looks kind of seedy. Like it has seeds in there. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of formula fed babies will have green poop. Um, If it's kind of like a thicker paste slash slightly runny that's okay that's probably pretty normal Mm -hmm. um a lot of teething babies will have a little bit runnier green goo a lot of that's just attributed to teething it can cause more rashes so have your rash cream um if it's really runny and diarrhea they might have like a little cold yeah so yeah it's more the consistency of poop slash how much they're pooping the mucusy one gotta Mm -hmm. watch out for that and then the really thick, tarry poop. The That's right, more right like out in the, the beginning. Yeah, right out the gate. But your doctors and your That's nurses called something will, that I can't think of. Yeah, neither can I. It's not the, the, the name escaping me. And then um, this I thought this was a good one because it took me a while to, to figure it out. But how many layers of clothing does my infant need to go outside? I would say one more layer than you. That is literally what the actual like, parenting <laughs> things say. They're like, what are you wearing? Add one, one more. One layer. So if you're wearing a short, a shirt and shorts, they probably need a shirt, shorts, and a blanket. Now, if you're a guy like Ryan and you run warmer than most people, then take that into consideration. Yeah. So like when I wear... Well, what an average person wear? So if I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt and sweatpants, the baby probably needs a winter coat. Yeah. It's so, probably pretty cold. Yeah. So, yeah, but generally one extra layer than you. Yeah, that's, and that's, 
That's literally what it says online. So I was waiting, I was wondering what you would say. And so you, smart. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Right on that. Thank you. And then this one, I thought, I read this one, and I was like, this one needs to be in here because we both strongly feel one way about it, which is, do I need a routine? Oh, that's a controversial one. Right? And I would argue that we would be on the fence of, yes, you do. I think we fall more in the routine category than the opposite, the end of the spectrum. Our kids have, and I start this from the very, like, pretty much, so the, okay. Rewind. Yep. All right. So the first, like, two to three months is a crapshoot. Let's just be honest. There's, I don't feel like that's the time to really worry too much about routine. Mostly because, yeah, make sure everyone gets through it. They're newborns. I truly believe the most important thing is physical connection and touch with newborns. I think that kids that are into this world are going through a lot of changes and it's a lot to take on. And baby wrapping is like my number one thing. Snuggle, snuggle, snuggle. Yep. And if you feel snuggled out, your partner should be picking up it or your mom or anybody. Anyone. Do a lot of people like baby snuggles? Like, they can't... I don't believe that a baby can be held too much. With that being said, I do think it's good to do, like, tummy time. I do think it's good to have the baby laying in the pack and play and have it... If if your baby is content, even just a little fussy, it's okay. It's good for them to, like... I don't have Velcro babies, and most of that's probably because I can't be a Velcro mom. I really feel like... I need my space. I get touched out. And as much as I love my kids... We have kids, a borderline Velcro baby. <laughs> yeah, but he's not. I know. He's close, though. He he feels like that to you because Nolan was exact opposite. Oh, okay. Nolan did not need to be on me. He yeah. always wanted to be off off on, on his own adventure. Yep. He was not... He was the complete opposite to a point where I was like, do you want affection? He was like M- Mr. Social, yet no snuggles don't hold me don't yeah. touch me don't snuggle me i want to sleep by myself but it's crazy you're so social <laughs> <laughs> ezra on the other hand he wants me to hold him and i love that mm. i mean i love that but you don't i've seen some velcro kids he's not <laughs> oh, i know i know <laughs> but um but when they turn like three to four months depending on how your kid is i recommend I guess what we've done mostly because of me, because I'm crazy. You're not crazy. <laughs> Thank you. Is I was like, okay, now we're going to start a routine. Mm-hmm. We're going to eat, play, you know, sleep. Eat, play, sleep. Eat, play, sleep. And our kids would go down with a bottle. But when they wake up, we would give them food. or, um, And then we would play. And I would intentionally do this cycle. And so then our kids' naps would fall between 9 to 11. And then they would be up. And they would be awake until about 1 to 3. So that's where Ezra's at right now. So when he probably turned about 4 to 5 months old, he got he was ready to go into a routine like that where they kind of, nat- you'll see they'll start naturally like sleeping at certain times. Some parents like me take that and we run with it. So I'm like, okay, this is the natural sleep time. And then I'll push it by a half an hour or so until I get what I, what, works for our family so like Ezra will be awake around 7 6 7 o'clock and he will have his first nap of the day at 9 and he usually sleeps anywhere from 10 30 to 11 
Sometimes he sleeps till noon. I let my kids sleep. I don't let them sleep four hours, but I let them sleep. If they might be going through a growth spurt, whatever. Then he's awake. We have a little snack. We play. Usually we do lunch in the middle of the day because of Nolan. And then um, Ezra goes down around between one and two now, you know, and then he sleeps until three or four, depending on the time. And then he's up and then we do bedtime routine. And I'm really big on routines. I'm really big on like eating and snacks and stuff like that. I think it helps regulate kids because they know what to expect in that regard. I also believe that life is not that structured. So there are days that naps have to be had in the car. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's... Or or you're running late from the store and your nap's not at 9 anymore. It's at 10.30. And they're not going to bed until 8.30 instead of 7.30. Like, these are life things and these are days that happen. I also believe that when my kids go to their grandparents, their grandparents know the loose schedule. And I yep. my rule with that is try to follow it loosely. But... Here's what they're doing at home. But, like... It's grandparents' house. Yeah, exactly. I think it's good for kids to know that not every single place is the same. Because it's not. Yeah. Life has flexibility. There isn't that much structure. And I, you know, Nolan is a kid who thrives off the structure. And Ezra, he's a little bit more relaxed. Like, it's not a big, as big of a deal for Ezra to be off a schedule as it was for Nolan. Mm-hmm. And your kids are just different. You have to, like, apply it to your kids. But... I do fall on more of a structured path than a non-structured path. Yeah. And I think routines are extremely great, for, especially for new parents, and especially for new parents with limited experience with babies, because that helps them feel more confident about making sure that their kids are set for success. Like what to expect? Yeah. Because like I remember when I had Nolan for the first couple weekends by myself, and I was like, I don't know when to feed him. I don't... I don't know when to do this. I don't know when to do that. I don't know how long it's And I would have literally a piece of paper with everything written down on it. And then I memorized it after a while. And then you get used to it. And then you're like, this is the best thing ever. And it would just work so well for him. Like, I, like I, it, worked, it worked for you to have that structure. Yeah, for me as well. Because then I didn't feel like, is he, because then, then you're like, the big thing is don't wait for him to cry to do something. Like, be on top be of it proactive yeah. so it was just it was a good way for me to learn his cues his signs because as he got into that schedule then i could see when he knew something was coming and so i could be like oh cool that's all that yeah he was he is a, an example of a kid that thrives off of schedule yeah as is, is a little bit more chill he still has it but <laughs> he's definitely not like if he's nolan would literally be like if he wasn't down by nine, you'd have a tantrum, screaming child. Yeah, he's like a different, turns into a different baby. Yeah. Ezra's like, eh, whatever. Ezra, I, there's a part of me that like, if Ezra snaps at 9.30, you could put down 8.30, he would have no idea. You just go to sleep. And then there's times where you put him down at 10.30, he would have no idea, and you just go to sleep. Like, there's days where I'm like, like, you don't even know. You Which is know. nice, because he's like the second kid, so there's a little bit more challenge with that, like... It would be harder to keep a schedule like this if we had kids that were older mm-hmm. like and needed to go to sports and things like that. Like The fact that both of our kids are young play a big role in us choosing to have more scheduled. Yeah. And it, it does make it hard right now because Nolan, he's, he has one nap a day and he sleeps. And he goes down between 12 and 1 and then he sleeps anywhere from 2 to 4. And 
that gap of the day falls in the middle of Ezra's naps. Yeah. So if I need to do anything or I want to go anywhere, it's really hard to yeah. like get the time to do that. But as long as both of them are happy, I'm like, whatever, I'll get them. <laughs> we'll find time later. Pretty much. Well, those were some of the questions that I had written down. So hopefully some of you have found that somewhat helpful or if not helpful, at least interesting to hear because everybody has a different yeah if you don't have kids yet sometimes it's still fun to be like wow so that's what it's like yeah and if you if you're listening to this and you have questions about a certain thing we said or whatever like feel free to ask us more detail because we're just kind of spitting right now yeah i just thought it would be fun to like on the fly i love that (laughs) but then it was still relatable so ryan's corner ryan's corner it's time we're bringing back another old game okay the who am i the who am I? Yep, five clues. Yeah, so who am I? This is a special edition. <laughs> okay. It's going to be TV slash movie. Only. Oh, no. Part one. All people, all characters you would know. Okay. Okay? I promise you, you would know all of them. I specifically thought of people related to you to make this easy. Speaking of, of I know, Okay. I'm very excited about this game. Yeah. But speaking of people on schedules, our dog legitimately wants to put herself to bed. Is it 10? Almost 10. 10 p.m. every night. Yep. She's like, I know I'm supposed to be going down there soon. She's like somehow giving us attitude right now. Like, are you going to put me downstairs? Yeah. She like she like walks around like, you guys notice me? Hello. I'm still, awake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still up here, unfortunately. <laughs> She's like, my fluffy bed is down there. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you ready for round one? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. I'll First, have my little sheep here for a while. I'm not going to tell you if it's a movie or a TV show. Um, so you'll have to kind of figure that out as you go. Okay. All right. Just because the, those are the only categories, so you're going to movie know. or TV show is the category for all of them. Okay. And it's only character, so it's not like a place or anything like that. Okay. I am the younger sister of two self-proclaimed princes. The younger sister of two self-proclaimed princes. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to move on? <laughs> or do you want to guess? Hold on, is this the game where I get like you give me like easier hints? Yeah, they get easier and easier. Yeah, move on. Um, do we want to keep score? Because the the, way, the traditional way you play is you get five points on the first guess. Yeah. Every yeah, clue yeah, yeah. That. All right, we'll do that then. So then, second clue. So this is for four points. Okay. My family has a history of mental illness. I'm going to hate myself for not getting this. Princes. Uh, That's what's throwing me. Princes. Oh, I know. I specifically chose some words in here to kind of throw you off. Otherwise, it would be way too easy. Self-proclaimed princess. And if, if hopefully you're playing at home because I kind of made these slightly hard but okay. also pretty easy. Nope. Alright, for three points, I was given to the love of my life as a peace offering. <gasps> oh my god, hold on. Oh my god, oh my god. Oh my gosh. I will accept... All I'm thinking of, okay, if I know. You know this, who the person is. I, I know this isn't right, it. but I'm thinking of holes when he like sells her for the pig or whatever. 
the stories of like the people. Okay. Um, slash the um Princess Bride. <laughs> I know. Okay, I don't go to the next one. Turn it. This is for two points. My show has been proclaimed as one of the greatest shows on television ever. A show. So this is this person's this person's show has been proclaimed as one of the greatest shows on television ever of all time. I'm blanking so hard you right now. You are gonna hate yourself. I know peace offering and everything. Right, let me know oh when you're ready God. for the one pointer. Say it. I'm the mother of dragons. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Game you, of Thrones, do Khaleesi. Know, do you, okay, do you know her? Amelia. Amelia. That's the actress's name. What are you asking then? Like, what's the character's name? Uh, Daenerys Stormborn or Stern, uh, Starborn? Storm. You're so close. Daenerys. So it's the T. Targaryen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good job. One point. Wow, that was kind of hard. Right? Isn't that crazy? The two self-proclaimed princes was hard because a lot of people forget there's a second brother. I don't think about her creepy first, like the one brother that's like, the white hair. Yeah, creepy. The creepy brother, yeah. That person, I think the other one was dead, so that's why. All right, so one point on that one. All right, round two. My best friend's name is Bob. Linda Belcher. No, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. It's a good one. Bob. Yeah, I'll let you do two guesses per, per clue. All I'm thinking is Bob the Bouncer. <laughs> that was the first thing when I wrote it too that came to oh, my mind. Oh God, um, Patrick, Patrick nope. Star. <laughs> nope. All right. Um, this is for four points. My first on-screen debut was in 1992. Yeah, I didn't think so. Nope. Well, I thought the time period would help you figure out like who, mm. so that's why. Um, for three points, my movies are widely known for their singing elements and life lessons. Okay, wait. Say the say the other clues. The first one was my friend's my best friend's name is Bob. My first on screen debut was in nineteen ninety two. And then the third one. My movies are widely known for their singing elements and life lessons. You're gonna hate me for this guess. Go ahead. <laughs> um What's his freaking name? The guy who plays Troy Bolton. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, well, Troy Bolton is the. We're I mean, not this doing is the, the greatest show. Not the actors, the characters. So Troy Bolton would have been the guest, but you're thinking of, or are you thinking of, um, Zac Efron, a different character from him? Bob is his favorite. It's his best friend's name. Bob. All right. Let me know when you're ready for the two pointer. What? All right, two-point question, uh, two-point hint. I am green and have one singular tooth. Green and have one singular tooth? Yep. Plankton? No. <laughs> I don't think he has one singular tooth. Green and has one sing. Larry the Cucumber. That is correct. <laughs> two points. Bob the Tomato. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I thought that was a good one. Wow, right? that was hard. The last question. I don't think a lot of people will get that. I don't no, think a lot no. of people watch VeggieTales. But I know how much you love them, so I'm like, ah, I'll pull one from there. And Gosh, I that was hard. Them. Okay. All right, so the last que the last cute clue was one of my most popular songs is the Water Buffalo song. <laughs> Everybody loves it. Would you have gotten it if that one? That's a favorite. 
One of my well, one of my most popular. Songs. I feel like his most popular song would be the Tooth song. I said the one most one of his most. Popular I know, honey. I'm just saying. I feel like his most popular song would be the Tooth song. I tried to look up what his or most popular songs were, and I couldn't figure Homophone it out. Homophone song. No, actually, neither of those ones showed up when I searched his. Songs. Well, people are silly then. It's probably Larry Boy or something. Um, I think he has a song called Larry the Cucumber, and I think that's the most mm. they wrote. All right, round three. So you're at three points. <laughs> For two for two clues. First, I am a soft-spoken and mild-mannered person. That's my clue. Yeah. It's, that's my clue. When you know who it is, you're going to be like, okay, I can understand why that's my first clue. I don't know. No wild guesses? Uh, it, and, like, my whole thing is, like, is it animation or is it not? Like, Elizabeth from Pride and Prejudice. Nope. I don't think she's mild-mannered. <laughs> um... Are you ready for a four-pointer? You would be right. She's not. I am hated by my regional manager. I'm thinking of someone from the office. Regional manager. I'm hated by my regional manager. Okay. Do you have a guess? Um, Toby. You you were right. (laughs) Four points. (laughs) Michael Scott hates Toby. Michael Scott hates Toby. That's good. I knew that was going to be too easy, and I was like, ah, maybe she won't get it. Maybe her brain, after Larry the Cucumber, her brain won't be there. But it was. It was there. You kicked it into high gear. So that was four-pointer. So now you're up to seven points through What were the other clues for him? So, uh, yeah, third clue was I am a human resources representative at my place of work. Mm -hmm. Then my show is widely known as one of the best TV comedies of all time. Mm -hmm. And then my actor was also a writer for the show. Mm -hmm. Okay. I thought you would have figured it out by then. Yeah. All right. that That was a good round for you. Seven points now total. All right, round four. Seven points out of how many total points could I have had? Uh, total point 25. <laughs> yeah, so we're at a straight well, F. Well, technically, out of those three, you're at seven out of 15. Okay. So you're almost at, you're a little under 50%. So, so F. <laughs> All right, round four. Um, some would call me the evil villain of my show. The Scarlet Witch. Nope. Stop it. She's not on this list. Push her on. No, because it's too easy. <laughs> She's my favorite. The evil villain. Say it again. Some would cons- well, some would call me the evil villain of my show. Batman. I, I I'm putting it in air quotes. You can't see me, audience, but I'm putting it in air quotes because he's he's, he's he. Okay, it's a he. He's not he's not necessarily an evil villain, but he's kind of treated like that. So I'm saying someone would call Batman. Me sure. It's not the right guess, but that's a good guess. Mm. It's not. I was best friends with my now arch rival who works across the street from me. What? I used to be best friends with my now arch rival who works across the street from me. Bob, Bob, Bob Burgers. I don't think they were best friends, but oh. that's a good guess, though. Let me think. Used to be best friends with my arch rival. Who works across the street from me? I know it too. I can't think of it. What's next? My sidekick slash wife is a computer program. Plankton. It is plankton. I guessed that earlier. In a different one, and it completely scared me because I'm like, how do you do this every time we do this game? <laughs> you have you're like, I'm gonna pull this answer from oh another question gosh. and use it on this one, even though they're not related. Gosh, at all. I'm really mad about that. So plankton, that was after the third one, so that's three points. You're at ten. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that I guessed him earlier. You are at fifty percent. You're at ten for twenty right now. So 
you're rocking pretty strong over here. <laughs> um, the other two cl- clues were... I like to make people playing at home feel really confident about themselves. Right. They're like, I knew it after the first one. <laughs> Probably. Um, no, some of these were pretty hard. Um, the other two clues that we didn't get to were my first name is Sheldon, and then I am two inches in size and by far the smallest main character on my show. Okay. All right. Final, final, final round. This one's a heater. Um, I was 12 years old in my show's first season. This could be so many things. Mila Kunis in that 70s show. Oh, her character? I think character? she was 14, actually. The character, not the actor. Hold on, the character was 12 years old? Yes. These Say are all it the again? Char- the characters. These are all characters. It's hard. I was 12 years old in my show's first season. I don't know. Okay. I have two younger half-siblings in the show. Half-siblings? Half-siblings. So same, one parent is the same. I know what a freaking half-sibling is. I'm clarifying for the people at home. Oh my god. All I'm thinking about is Miley Cyrus. Okay. Not, <laughs> the, not, right, right. not the right answer. Are you ready for the next one? Yes. I was a main character but committed suicide in season eight of my show. One that is still showing new episodes this year. What? Not the actor, the character committed suicide. The actor's still alive. Is this like 13 Reasons Why or something like that? No, that's like where your head's at. I don't don't know if I know this. There's not eight seasons of that show, but it's a good good guess. I don't know if I know this. I know for a fact you know this. The last clue will tell you exactly what this is. Gosh, the dog right now. I cannot with her. <laughs> you guys, just so your information, I've been distracted because the dog is over here like licking and telling me, if you don't put me to bed right now, Mom, I swear to gosh. Right? What? You're supposed to help. <laughs> Give me your doggy powers. What is it? All right. See, uh, cl- clue number four. <sighs> My dad, a.k.a. The dad in the show, the character, <laughs> not his character's real dad, actor's dad, was the main character of this hit zombie show until he hits exits the show in season nine. Is it Carl? It is Carl. I freaking cannot with that character. <laughs> I didn't know that Two he. Points. I didn't know that he killed himself. Oh yeah, he. I, th- I thought you. Had I never read. got that far. I thought you would have maybe seen or read somewhere. No, like... I never got that far. I got to the episode where like Glenn is like trapped under zombies and Maggie's like pregnant. That's how far back you are. I no. could have sworn we. Nope, that's the last episode. And I watched a lot without you. <laughs> yeah, you did because that was the last episode that I was like, meh. I got to the scene where right. Hold on, Carl. Yeah, Carl commits suicide because he gets bit. Oh, so kind of he's like, he's I would doing rather not. He saved a whole bunch of, I think he saved a person or a whole bunch of people. And then this is what I read in the right Honestly, like like you just heard, I have not gotten very far in that show. But I could not stand this kid. Mostly because of the way that his dad said his name. <laughs> Carl! <laughs> so, so clue four was the one that you guessed it on. So you got two points, which puts you at a 12 out of 25, which puts you back under 50%. He has two half-siblings? Yep. Judith? Yep. What? Uh, so, who did Rick have another baby with? Michonne. Michonne? <laughs> Shut up. Swear to God. This is why I don't watch this show. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. Shut up. I, I just did all this research before doing it. Are that. they, like, married now or some shit? 
No, they're not on the. Sh- they're not. He's not on the show anymore. Who isn't? Rick. Rick isn't on the show. So Carl dies season eight. Rick leaves the show season nine. Once again, I don't know these. Things. <laughs> I just said it in the clue. That's oh why. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, wait. You. I have to tell you Hold what on, the last Michelle, clue was. Though. Yes, Michelle. They fell in love. Or they just had sexual relations. I mean, she's pretty ba. She's pretty. Yeah, she's a pretty cool character. What happens to Glenn and Maggie? Do they have a baby? Do you really want me to spoil all this for you? Because <laughs> I can tell you, I know what I'm happens. I'm never to... gonna watch it. I don't have the okay, time. Okay, Maggie dies <gasps> before having a baby. No, I believe so. Yes, and don't don't spit late fake things. Well, I know Glenn dies. Glenn dies in like one of the halfway seasons. He gets killed by a guy with a baseball. Bat. I mean, that would be a lot of seasons to like be on a show. But, I mean, they're making a lot of money. I know that, but, like... You don't get to work on a lot of other projects, and... I don't know. I would get sick of it. Well, that's why you're not an I actress. think I'd get annoyed with the storyline after a while. I'd I would, like, Well, that's why you stopped watching it. Yeah. You probably wouldn't be a good fit for the show, then, as an actress. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, wait, you have to hear what the last clue oh was. Oh, my God. The last clue, if you still hadn't gotten it by then, literally, I was just going to end it with, you hate me. That was clue five. Oh, <laughs> that was clue five. Girl. Alrighty, that's it. We're on to goals. <laughs> okay. Stay on the tabletop. Okay. Keep my sanity with my child. Children. Like it. <laughs> I should group them together. Because I honestly, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, I wonder if it would be as hard if it was just the one. If it was just Noli going through all of the things that he's going through, which is normal toddler mm-hmm. stuff. Would it be that hard if, if Ezzy wasn't around? Because a lot of my anxiety and fear from Nolan's t- temper tantrums and like his aggressiveness comes from him hurting Ezra. I, I would say that it would be still hard, but it would be a different type of anxiety, like you just Because said. there's so many good moments in the day. Yeah. Like, I cannot even tell you how sweet this kid is. Like, there's so many good moments in the day where I'm just like, oh my gosh. And we do so many fun things. And he's he's at such a nice age right now where he walks with you. And like everything is cool. And he can tell you what he needs. And he's a good communicator. But I think it does make it hard when you have a just-turned-one-year-old <laughs> who is a, not a Velcro baby, but does want mommy's attention. Mm-hmm. That does make it hard. And I'm nervous about his safety. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so just, you know, keep my cool, keep doing the best that I can do, slash sand that top, that, um, the top of the, what I hope is going to work for the, the dresser, the green dresser. Yeah. And then I added to my clean washing machine goal to also fix our bathroom door (laughs) because over time the bathroom door gets pulled on from mainly from the kids Toddlers, actually yeah but now it's like rubbing against the bottom of the, the floor mm-hmm. so it did that our house is ha- was a was slash is a fixer upper and it's not built very great mm-hmm. so there's little quirks like that with like the door frames not being completely even so when you install doors some some of them yeah i mean i could also shave off like i know but small that's so much Oh, yeah, but then I gotta like really think about it and do a bunch of yeah, work. Yeah, and we it. hope that the door is complete wood and there's no. It is complete wood. I think it's so heavy. I know. Sometimes they put like metal stuff in it. Whoa, I didn't know that. 
I mean, I thought it was just a big piece of wood. Maybe we should look that up because now I'm thinking I'm wrong. But I thought some that. doors could probably do that. I don't know. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> and then I also added post more content. So yeah, you can do that, Mister Ten Second Person. I will. You I will. can definitely do that. I will. <laughs> yes, you will. So, um, yeah, that's it. That's all she wrote. I feel like I could have done at least. 15 more I love of those. that. I love that game. I just wish I was better at it. I mean, I try to make them somewhat hard because otherwise yeah, you're you getting also, them on the first yeah, one. Yeah, but you also tailor it to things that I would know. <laughs> I know, but that's but that's why it's so fun. It's like, well, anyway, I hope you guys have a good afternoon, good morning, or good night. Bye. Bye.